Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow. Should Whoa, turn the... I can't hear anything. These headphones were turned all the way down. We'll have to turn the microphones on earlier so we can catch the heavy swearing portion of the podcast. What the hell was that? Yeah, man. Cussing like a sailor. That's how I feel on a Friday. Wow. Every other word out of my mouth is... F word <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Damn <laughs> hell <laughs> wow. Oh, jeez. What did I just do? Oh, good Lord. Should I just start packing my desk? Should we start over? Oh, my God. What happened? What was that? Where did that come from? Where's this anger coming wow. from today? It's not even anger. I find it, uh, I find it very soothing. Mm-hmm. Eases my jangled nerves. Yeah. I just clutched my pearl. My pearl <laughs> neck, it just broke all over the floor. There's pearls everywhere. <laughs> oh, my stars. <sighs> wow. Oh. Okay. Well, I feel good. Bryce Kelly works blue. (laughs) This is after dark. It is the Friday morning edition of our podcast. I guess it might be any particular day of the week, wherever you are. It could be 15, 20 years in the future. It could be. Maybe they've added an eighth day to the work week because the economy needs you working. Yeah. And it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Maybe I've been dead for 25 years at this point. Maybe that eighth day of the week has been named... Lester, I don't know. Lester Day? Not even day, because you know that, hey, when do you like to drink wine? Any day that ends with Y. (laughs) We need to have a day that doesn't end in Y, so you're not constantly drinking wine, eating chocolate, buying shoes, or whatever you do on the days that end in Y. That's a good point. So that's why I chose Lester. It was the first name that came to my mind. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway. We're going to talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to, who we're staring at. That's what we like to do on Fridays in Leicester. Yeah. uh, Is talk about what we're doing, how we're passing the time. I got a lot of, like I said last week, got a lot of entertainment balls in the air. Mm Mm-hmm. Any good ones? Uh, I'm listening to every single... I was inspired by what you're doing musically this year, where you pick an artist and you dive deep into their catalog. Yeah, just walk all the way through all of their albums and stuff. I'm doing Blur right now. Okay. So I started back on the first Blur album, and I'm doing it again. I'm listening to every single one twice. Like, I listen to it, and then I immediately listen to it again to see if I missed anything. Ooh, I don't know. I'm not doing them twice through. That's too much. Well... You That's know, dedication. I always take things to the next level. Well, it's That's funny, what I do. It's funny that you're doing Blurk because back in the 90s, it was Blur versus Oasis. Oh, and you're you doing Oasis? And I'm doing, I just finished Oasis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, month of May was Oasis month for me. Okay, what are you doing next? Beastie Boys. Oh, Beastie yes. Boys. Month of June, Beastie. I just, I, I picked June for them because I pictured windows down and just rolling around listening to. Sure Shot. Yeah. Sabotage. Like, I know I know all their big, big, big songs, and I know Hello Nasty. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't listened to most of their stuff all the way through, so I'm going to do that this month. Paul's Boutique, fantastic album. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have all this stuff from the 80s. Eggman. I'm excited to go f- through the Beastie Boys. Okay, well, that'll be good. Keep me posted. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, I'm also watching, well, I think, are we talking about the same show this week? Probably. Okay, well, we'll save that for a second. The other show I'm watching is uh, uh, the one Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Man. Inside Man. Yeah, yeah, on Netflix. Oh, my God, I love this because, first of all, it's only four one-episode, four one-hour episodes start to finish. Boo. That's the way the BBC does TV. And They're they good. do it well. They're and good at it. The guy who stars in it with Stanley Tucci is the guy, I can't remember his name. Is it David Tennant, maybe? He, oh, yeah, yeah. From uh, Broadchurch. I loved Broadchurch, the British version of it. So he's in it. So Stanley Tucci is a convicted death row inmate, convicted of murdering his wife to death. And now he's sitting on death row, but he just has a knack for picking out little, little details in crimes, and he helps people solve crimes. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's only a side part. Most of it is one particular crime that's in progress right now. It's fantastic. Every single character in that show just finds themselves in a real pickle. (laughs) That one's been on my list for a while, but I haven't watched yet, so maybe now I will. Yeah, I don't know if you'll like it or not. Uh, I like that it's short. Yeah. It's not a big commitment. I started an, a, a new show that has Stanley Tucci in it. Which one? It's called Citadel. Oh. It's on Amazon, I think. Oh, really? Meh. I mean, it's not his fault that it's meh. Yeah. It's just one of these spy thrillers that, you know, the world's in peril and only these two agents can save it. I don't know. Yeah. He's it's fine. He's good. He is good. And he's I actually don't... picked up a large following on like TikTok he just posts videos of himself in his kitchen making meals, and people like watching him cook. He loves, he cooks fancy things. Like, he's a good cook. Really? Yeah. Huh. Stanley Tucci, people love him. Yeah, okay. So that's Inside Man. Uh, what was the one that you're going to talk about is the same one I'm watching right now. Yeah. And I think it's only like this I'm going to use Comedy Genius. I'm going to call him a comedy genius because he operates on a level that a lot of people won't understand. He's comedy cilantro. Yeah, yeah a little goes a long way. Because some people won't get it and won't like it. Because it's so dumb. Tim Robinson? Yeah. Tim Robinson. Yeah, I think you should leave. Yeah, this is what, the third season? Third season. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix uh, this past week. And if you've never watched it, it's a sketch comedy show. The episodes are like 15 to 20 minutes each. They're short. Like, you can plow through. And each sketch is only two. Two minutes long. Yeah, and the seasons are only like six episodes, so you can blast through this thing in one sitting. Yeah. But he has maybe the most warped mind I've ever seen. I I don't know if there's any other show I've watched where I have no clue where it's going at every moment. (laughs) I have no idea which way he's going to turn. It always gets really, really weird. Yeah, some stands out standouts this particular season. Doggy Door, love Doggy Door. The Doggy Door sketch was good. The fast food, uh, the oh, the pay it forward, the drive through <laughs> for the pay it forward one was wild. But if you are just starting on, I think you should leave. Start, go to YouTube right now, and like as soon as you're finished with this, and watch Coffin Flops. We've talked about this before. Yeah. It might be one of the greatest sketch comedy pieces in history. It's incredible. That's him. So that's Tim Robinson. And that's from, I think, the first season yeah. of, I think first you should second, leave. Yeah. First or second, yeah. But anyway, the third season, it's a it's it's perfect. It's comedy perfection. He's just, 
is so out of left field. Everything is so weird, but he does such a good job. That guy is another one of those guys you can add to the list. When he's yelling, yes, I'm laughing. He, he and he yells in every. He's like Charlie Day. When Charlie Day goes yes. to ten. Charlie Day yelling, Adam Sandler, yeah. Chris Farley, when he would yell, like, it's just funny. He's one of these guys that does that too. And it's yeah. an underrated talent. If you are, like, if you were born without the subtlety gene, like, if you don't understand subtle humor, this is probably not your thing. Because it's not, it's kind of in your face, but at the same time, you don't know why you're laughing at it. It's tough to describe the show because yeah. every sketch is wildly different from the one before it. But like there was one, this was from the first or second season too. Remember there was one where a car shaped like a hot dog yes. crashes into a store. <laughs> and he's wearing a hot dog costume. And everyone's standing there being like, who drove this car into the store? And he's standing there in a hot dog costume. Going, and, oh yeah, who did this? Who did, yeah, like just completely <laughs> trying to deflect it and pin it on someone else. And it goes on for like four or five minutes. Yeah. And it's perfect. And a new season just came out. And if you're looking to laugh... Just slap your knees. Mm-hmm. That's maybe that's what inspired my salty language from earlier. Oh, okay. He, he tends to swear a lot in that show. Full circle, yeah. And he gets some cameos in there too. Oh yeah, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen's in there in, in an episode. I saw somebody else last night, and I'm like, that guy looks familiar, and now I can't remember who it was. Fred Armisen. That was a funny one too. <laughs> He's in this sketch where. He's trying to show his kids, like, hey, He's you tough. should respect me. Look yeah. how tough I am. And he put in a, a video, hit play on a video, and it's him beating up a child. <laughs> like, look what I can do. And you're not supposed to laugh at that, but you see it and you kind of do. But, but there's course, a twist. But there's a twist because this show just always makes left turns you don't expect. Yeah. And oh, my God. Uh, I think we may have oversold the third season of I Think You Should Leave because there are going to be people who watch it and go, that was dumb. Your your wife hates it. She, yeah, she can't it, stand it. Does it, your best girl like it? She likes it. Okay. She likes it. She thinks it's it's just so weird. My wife is, it's that, her exact words is, this is just stupid. <laughs> it's just a guy yelling about nothing. The sketch from a season or two ago, I just thought of, some of these are online, not all of them, yeah. but some of them are on YouTube. And the one where, there was the, the one that someone showed me to get me onto the show was, uh, they're doing like a haunted house tour. Oh, and they're like, okay, it's after ten o'clock, so it's uh, adult time, so you could say whatever you want. And he's just standing in the tour group and just starts saying every swear word that comes to his mind. Yes, <laughs> it makes everyone uncomfortable. Oh, that show! I think I should leave. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. But not until I tell you about Lube City. Don't even waste your breath if they have any less than 25 locations. They have 27, Bryce. Oh, my God. Then please go on. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to find the one, maybe you need to get those snow tires rotated. You got to get those things off and get the summers on. Maybe you just need an oil change. Go see Lube City. You can find a location near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Brand new feature on the podcast called Let's Be Afraid of Everything. Yeah, I'm well on my way, man. You name it, I'm afraid of it. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm looking at this story, and I know that they've, I think they've been testing them in Los Angeles, maybe. Food delivery robots. And by robot, they look like a a Yeti cooler with an antenna and some rubber tires on them. Uber Eats is testing them out. 
So instead of somebody showing up at your door and just leaving your Popeyes on your front step, it's just like this robot pulls up and you go up there and you retrieve your food from the food robot. Do you think those would work here in Edmonton? Not even considering the climate. I mean, it could be an issue with the snow and everything. But I just feel like people would boot them over or throw them into the river or up into the trees. You know, the way they did when we first got those lime scooters. Does this happen in other towns? Like, can other towns have things that don't end up in the river or smashed up and heaved into a ditch? Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. If Uber Eats is not going to bring a food delivery robot to Edmonton, are they? I wouldn't think so. Like uh, the climate, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, six months. Six months. Let's say nine months of the year, that thing would be having a real hard time. Yeah, even if they got some uh, some good winter tires on it, I don't know that it could negotiate, navigate the roads. Our sprawl is a little too far, too. Like, you know, how far can this thing travel? I don't know. They're already using them in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think they've got a couple hundred of them. And it really is. Like when I said a few minutes ago, it looks like a Yeti cooler with an antenna and some tires on it. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I kind of saw the picture of it too. And I, I, I was, all I could think is I'm going to order a burger and fries. This robot's going to pick it up and deliver it. And how often is someone just going to walk up to this robot and just take the food? Well, I'm sure there's probably a code you have to punch in. There's something. But I how think secure is more... It? Especially the way, like I said a few minutes ago, the way we reacted to lime scooters in this town when they first arrived, like they all ended up in the trees and the river. Yeah, burned to the ground. People will just boot these things into the ditch, won't they? Oh, yeah. And I don't know, is that an Edmonton thing or does that happen elsewhere? I bet you it happens elsewhere. But you're right, we did see lime scooters at the bottom of the river. Someone even texted in that we'll see these robots at the bottom of the North Saskatchewan. And I have a feeling that some people will just feed it a baseball bat sandwich, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Do you tip a food delivery robot? That might be the one bonus. I would think the tipping would be down significantly. Maybe if you tip it, it's just like a couple of squirts of WD-40 or something. How good are they at stairs? What if you live in a condo? True. Never thought about that. Like, what happens here? I can't reach up and push that elevator button. Like, oh, surprise, we just got four feet of snow in July. It could happen. Listen to this one. Do. For Valentine's, did you know about this? For Valentine's Day, me and my partner went to Kazana, which by the way is delicious and I would highly recommend them for Indian food, but the restaurant is quite beautiful inside as well. Then all of a sudden, this food serving robot with kitty ears brings our food up I don't know why. It's just so funny to see. Kind of bizarre. I remember seeing some news stories about that. Really? That that they were testing. I I didn't know that was Uh, here. Oh, I didn't know that either. Well, just, yeah, a little robot server. God, I could go for Indian food right now and a robot server. Robot server I can get behind. The delivering from one location in the city to another. Ah, (laughs) yeah, I just assume that thing's going to be knocked into a bush. Oh, here we go. Someone says, I'm not sure about you, but I'd like my food to have chain of custody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it's been. Where that robot has taken it or who's touched it. Why did that robot take back alleys all the way here? (laughs) Why is there a needle on my hamburger? (laughs) Oh, gross. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're in your home. They're on your streets. They're in your restaurants. They're making moves on your wife. They're going to take your job. Everyone, let's be afraid of robots. Too late. (laughs) They're already here. I don't know. If I saw 
I think I'd like to see a food delivery ro- I've seen videos of them because Uber, I think it's Uber Eats, is testing them in Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw that story. And it you just see weird. this, it's like a cooler with wheels on it, and it just comes wheeling down the street with somebody's Popeye's chicken in it, I guess. Like, I understand the idea and the logic behind, uh, let's get robots to deliver our food. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, who's stopping anybody from just throwing that robot over a bridge? Well, you know it's going to happen, too. Yeah. And apparently it's because I thought, oh, that's just an Edmonton thing. It's only here that we would just see a robot coming and then we would just sort of beat it to pieces and throw it in a ditch. Somebody texted and said, check out the robot that they programmed to walk across the United States. It got as far as Philadelphia and they killed it, left it in a ditch. And we looked at the pictures and it's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. It was a hitchhiking robot, and it looked like a robot. It even had, like, fake arms and legs and stuff, like... Shoes. It had gloves on and all this. And That's and, why I appreciated that robot, because how many times have you seen a news story, and they're like, scientists in Brazil have created a robot, that, and then you look, it's not a robot, it's just a bunch of wires sticking out of a globe. Yeah. This, yeah, this looked like a robot. Looked like a robot. It's holding a little American flag. It was just hitchhiking. Yeah. And then, yeah, it showed photos of it when it got to Philadelphia, and those arms were ripped right off. It looks like somebody took a baseball bat to it and just beat it into pieces. Yeah, like we're going to be watching a true crime story on this in the next few years. Somebody said the Science Center is a robot that delivers food in the cafeteria. The kids love it. It is very good at dodging hands. Oh, okay. Way to go, Science Center. How's it at... Dodging trips. Stick mm. my leg out. Is it going to stop? Trip the robot. Somebody else said that they've been to uh, Kazana. Is that what it's called? Indian food. And they have a little robot. It's got kitty ears on it that brings your food to your table. Cute. Oh. Uh, you don't eat. You Hang on a sec. You don't eat Indian food, huh? No, I don't. Wow. Huh. What do you eat? Nothing with flavor, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know. It's never been my thing. Uh, can uh, I just grab a call here? Sure. Hang on. Hi. Hi. Uh, there's also another rest- uh, hot pot restaurant. Everybody loves hot pot that does that robot kitty delivery so machine what is, as well. It just wheels up to your table with your food on it? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. And actually, this one this one actually sings. It actually has a song. It has like a really cool like techno beat to it while it like delivers your food to you. Huh. This may or may not be chicken. Obviously, I'm not going to the right restaurants. And I'm telling you, if you want, if you're craving a soup, do hot pot. It's the best. You just get to choose your stuff. You put it in the pot. You make your own soup, and you just eat it. And a cat delivers it to you. Like, how can you go wrong? Great. I got to cook my own food? I don't think so. Unbelievable. Someone actually texted, and they had a good point, that if Skip the Dishes were to start employing robot delivery machines that it'd be nice to get a heads up so when you're uh, calculating the tip that you give that you leave a big old fat old oh, zero yeah, for yeah. that robot. Oh yeah, I agree. It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I uh, am calling in regards to the robot servers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a robot server at the Boston Pizza in Edson. You know, I can't believe how many people have texted that in. Like, is Edson in the future? I don't know. I, I, it was the first time I had ever seen one. And then a couple months ago, I was in Vancouver for work, and I ran into two of them there as well. One blew my mind because it was packed in there. There was like four hockey teams, and this thing was bobbing and weaving between kids and everything. It was impressive. Nobody kicked it over and smashed it with a baseball bat? 
Well, it was like the size of R2-D2, so there wasn't much kicking over. It was pretty hefty. Uh, okay, I just, maybe I'm not going to the right restaurants. I don't know. But, uh, you know, in regards to your Uber One delivery as well, Uber One has a, a passcode that's specific to every delivery. I would assume that you have to punch that code into the robot before it'll open up and give you the food, too. Yeah, it's not going to just be, a you know, an old... Coleman cooler on an old skateboard that you can lift the lid up and (laughs) that'd be hilarious and i don't think you're gonna find any needles on your burger just saying (laughs) i hope not hey (laughs) what's your name Uh, bill okay bill thank you i appreciate the phone call i'm going to make my own food robot a coleman cooler on a skateboard patent pending Uh uh-huh although i have a feeling if I don't know, an F-150 were to plow over that thing, I don't think my burger will survive. How safe is my food? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, hello there. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that um, Edson is the Nanaimo of Alberta, and nobody wants to live there, and that's why they have to have robots there. How dare you? How dare I? Well, Ed's- you know what? I'm from Hinton. Edson, oh. <laughs> Hey, so do people from Hinton beat up on the people from Edson and the Edson people trash the Hinton people the way Spruce Grove and Stony Plain go at it? Yeah, well, I guess Edson could try, but good luck. Hinton Uh, just thinks they're all that because they're like, what, 45 minutes closer to the mountains? Yeah, and the smell, like, come on. Okay, 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 go to your corner. Let me tell you one more thing before... There was environmentalists on our way to the city. We used to stop at the One Light in Edson back in the day, open our doors, and throw all our garbage. <laughs> it's so... Can, okay, hang on a second here. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, how old am I? I'm 46. Okay, so that's not like you're from another lifetime. Like you're... You're mature, but it's not like you're one of those people in the old black and white photos that doesn't know how to smile, right? That's true. Like you're, yeah. you're still fairly modern. And in your lifetime, that's what people did is they would just open their car door at a red light or they'd roll their windows down on the highway and just heave all of the garbage into the street. Well, just in it, Sam. No, they did it every... Well, that's a Saskatchewan or was a Saskatchewan thing, too, when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. 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 So- but, you know, it's... Edson, it's come a, a little way. I'm not going to say a long way, a little way. Okay. But Hinton, that is the shit. Okay. Well, we uh, may have lost Edson... Edson, I believe in you. Anytime I go to Jasper, where do I stop? Edson. Mm-hmm. You got a Canadian tire, right? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I mentioned that if we do get robot delivery machines to deliver our food, that it might be nice because we don't have to tip them. And oh, then yeah, someone yeah. correctly pointed out that maybe not tipping the robots is what leads to the uprising the robot uprising yeah. you're probably right yeah That's... do you have to tip a robot didn't you have a story was that here a couple of weeks ago like there's a 
tipping option on the self-checkout now in places. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some places had that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. No. So, no. But now that maybe they're right, not tipping the robots. Maybe that's how Terminator really started. Yeah. I need a backstory. <laughs> I think there already is, isn't there? Anyway, uh, this came in too. I don't, I vaguely remember this. Good morning, Garner and Price. Just an update about the horse meat that I bought my dad around Christmas time. Oh, good. I guess he watched a lot of Yellowstone and couldn't, quote, eat someone's ride. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll never know what it tastes like. You know, there are certain things in life that I want to try, and there are certain things in the other column. And, like, I've jumped out of an airplane. It was fine. I've yelled into the Grand Canyon. I've I've watched the sunset and sunrise on the same beach on the same night. But I've never eaten horse meat, and I don't really feel like I'd be missing anything. No, it kind of sounds like it might be gross. I'm not even curious about it. Not no. even remotely. No. I'm not. I'm not grossed out. I'm just not curious about it. No, it seems weird to me. But I mean, to each their own. Yeah. I'm not. You're not going to be fighting me off for the horse meat at the deli. That's yeah. for sure. Has, has anyone, like, okay, that's one of those things right there. Maybe people have got to eat horse meat on their bucket list. And it just got me thinking, if there's a bucket list, there must be an anti-bucket list as well. Like things that you just have no interest in trying. Or maybe you tried them and you're like, I'm good. I will never do that again. Anything spring to mind for you? Well... It wasn't a bucket list thing, but something I expected to be really great and then turned out wasn't. This is going to be hard to hear for some people. Oh, no. Nanaimo, British Columbia. Oh, boy. Uh, Didn't they? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Don't they advertise with us? They might. Hang on, Nanai. <laughs> I better. Tourism Nanaimo. Yes, they do. So I was on Vancouver and we were in Victoria and we were driving to Tofino and you have to kind of Blazed mm-hmm. through Nanaimo on the way there. I assume Nanaimo was going to be a mini Victoria. No, it's kind of the exact opposite, maybe. Beautiful country over there, Vancouver Island. Yeah. Nanaimo! <laughs> yeah. Nanaimo's where they keep it real on Vancouver Island. Different strokes, different folks. That's yeah. what I'll chalk that up to. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm not a horse person. Like, I, I respect what horses do, but I've just never felt... I've never looked at a horse and went, Mmm, delicious. I need to get me some of that horse. Hi. Hey, Garner. I'm killing myself laughing about the horse meat. So I got to tell you a little story. In the 60s, my dad got a contract and he had to go work in Montreal. And he got invited out by one of the co-workers down there to his place for supper... My dad said it was a horse meat roast, a loaf of bread, and Coke for everyone. Coca-Cola. <laughs> and, and he said, like, I knew that I wouldn't last in this province more than a couple of months. <laughs> so I said to him, well, did you eat the horse meat? And he said, let's just say that night I drank a ton of Coke. If there's one thing Coke. any sommelier will tell you, it's uh, Coke pairs nicely with horse meat. 
I think that should be their new advertising campaign. (laughs) Dave, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.